Hello, this is Chris from We Hate Bards. I'd just like to thank you for listening to our podcast. And if you like what you hear, we have plenty of more podcast material on iTunes, or you can check our website at wehatebardspodcast.com. If you like what you hear, head on over to iTunes and leave us a review. If you want to join any of our games, you can look us up on Meetup at We Hate Bards. Membership is always free, and we have games going pretty much all week. If you want to support us and throw a little coin our way, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash wehatebards. Backers will receive early release podcasts and custom content, including homebrew games, custom modules, and more. So thanks again for listening. And now, on to the podcast. You're listening to other fine We Hate Bards podcasts. And today... Who's here with me? Well, so first off, let's <laughs> it, we got to change our normal routine. Okay, okay, Chris, okay. okay. I changed so, it up. I changed it up. All right. Tonight, tonight, today, today. Depending on what time you're listening to this. Yeah. Uh, so right now we are introducing. This is our official introduction to a new show. It's actually untitled. Uh, we're going mm-hmm. to give Patreon members uh, the uh, right to name our show. Yes. Um, within reason, because we know how naming things on the internet works. Yes. Um, we we will. We will not name this the Ryan Podcast. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, depends well, on the cash well, donation. If, but. If, if, Ryan, if you're listening to this, if, if you back us at the $100 level a month, we will name this whatever you want. Fact. <laughs> Fact. Within, you know, again, with, within with, reason. With, within reason. So anyways, so uh, after Brian Center Comic Con this year, uh, Chris and I had a ton of fun just live streaming and talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll be alternating this podcast with some again live streams um just because again we had a ton of fun just talking about what we do and what we love so um we'll also hopefully be doing a lot more smaller cons and same thing live streaming Mm -hmm. from there talking about the convention introducing you guys to what we know and love um so this is not a let's play i'm sorry this is just us talking there'll be be plenty of those coming out they'll never end yeah Goodness. My child is aggroing. So that's actually one of the topics I would like to talk about as well at some point tonight. Or future episodes as family yeah. aggro. Dim, dim kids. And if you don't know, me and Matt both have uh, have children. So, And if you listen to the RuneQuest podcast, which you should, they're... They're very good. We refer to them uh, as the brew. The brew. They're very, they're they're very in everybody's business all the time. They're actually, I mean, considering their age, I mean, they're actually pretty well behaved. Yeah. Okay. So obviously, this is different than our normal shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, we actually used to do way back in the day when nobody yes. listened. Uh, yes. We we did a news and we did this as a kind of round table with about six of us. Um, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It was a ton of fun, and then everybody got jobs, and Chris had kids, and and it just fell apart. So this is us trying to get back into that. Uh, and bring it back to the audience. So, mm-hmm. um, with that, we have made a list of you know kind of a yes. what would you call it a schedule for a our schedule show. for our show. So the, the you know to start out obviously our introduction um, and yes. kind of joking, laughing because we're usually saying inappropriate things and cracking ourselves up shortly before we start the <laughs> recording. Um, so usually that this part will be inspired mm-hmm. by continuing that conversation. Um, then we'll jump into what is new mm-hmm. uh, with We Hate Bars, what we knew in what the industry. Well, what we're doing that's um, new. Probably talk about some Kickstarters, things like that. Um, if oh, you boy. have recommendations, 
Uh, please share them with us. Oh, something yeah. you want us to investigate, something you want us to talk about, share our thoughts and feelings right. on. Um, yeah. So do you, want, do you want to go through the whole schedule first, or do you want to stop and we'll go by, by, and by? Oh, let's just do by and by then. Okay. So that's what we're going to jump into okay. next. So what we got going on new? So Matt, what's, what's new? Um. So... Not a ton, actually. Okay. Um, I got a, I got a, I got a couple of new things. A couple of big exciting things for the We Hate Bards is so we're up to six hundred members on Meetup. Uh, we got fifty. Six hundred fifty. I thought six sixty. All right. Anyway. Oh. So we we very large community. Uh, we're super proud of that. Um, you guys are the best. We're constantly meeting new people, and I feel guilty all the time because it used to be I'm so used to being a small community that I know everyone. I know all the games are going on, and I I can't. I have no, no idea. <laughs> no, no. I like I like we physically can't. The days where all 100% of the games were run in my basement seven days a week are gone. Are, yeah, I mean, that, that it's a strange thing because that's the way it used to be. It used to be that we could keep track of everything and knew everybody because everybody was at the headquarters running games. And once the headquarters closed down and we kind of expanded into various shops around town... I mean, we can't just keep track. I mean, I, I've met people. They're like, oh, yeah, you like I, I'm part of this group. We hate bars, and I run games, and blah, 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 blah. And they'll talk to me, not knowing who I am. Yeah, exactly. And be like, be like oh, like, oh, you like you like it? Be like, oh, yeah, I love it, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm like and oh. I'll tell you what, that was always the dream. So it's amazing that we're at that point where our dreams are coming true, and now we have to shape what's next. So Chris and I are constantly working on that and constantly redefining you know, our roles in the group uh-huh. and what uh-huh. we need to do next. Uh-huh. So... Uh-huh. Um, so I got a couple of Kickstarters okay. that I back. Oh well, that's um, not that's next. That's, that's next. Yet. All right, next, so next, we hit right, Um, so we're doing a lot with Galactic Toys, a lot with Gamers Wharf, and a lot of out of the box. Out of the box mm-hmm. isn't really new. We've been there, I think it's all four years now, five yeah. years now. Um. So want to share some love with those guys and the support that the you know these are all small businesses you know giving back, giving us space, uh-huh. and that's huge. So and our GMs that run it, um, you know. I, I actually don't know who's running games at Galactic Toys. I just see stuff posted all the time, and I'm excited about that. Yeah. Mike very much orchestrates and runs and champions are out of the box. Uh, and Justin Rocks it. has been rocking it over at Gamers Wharf. Yeah. So uh, also Isaiah has really stepped up and running our meetup. So he's the one when you try to join, he approves you. Uh-huh. Um, he sees the messages first. A lot of times I can't approve them quick enough and it cracks me up. You know, up, it's, so. it's funny because I, because before Isaiah got on board, like I was the one who usually would check the meetup like kind of every day and prove yeah. everybody. And you know, I haven't approved anybody in like a long time because he's... He's just right on it, yeah. So, um, talking about the meetup, uh, we still use that. It's the main resource we provide. Uh, It's free. If you need to post a game, if you want to, we let anyone do it. We can Mm -hmm. have unlimited. We just don't give blanket coverage to everyone because we want to have a conversation first, right? So, just ask us. Send us a Facebook message. Send us a meetup message. uh, Or send an email to wehatebards at gmail.com. Whatever it takes, we will promote you to the position where you can post games. Yeah. Um, and obviously the only big thing is if you're abusing it, posting things that aren't games, um, which you never had a problem with. We've never had a problem with. So that would be the only reason we'd ever take it away. So, um, yeah, other than that, uh, we, other than that, yeah, it's, it's, it's been tremendous to see the community grow and where it's at. And, um, I love that we've gotten to where we're at. So, yeah, so let's jump into new in the new RPG stuff. world. New stuff in the so, RPG I world. am going to share my Kickstarter because you have backed hundreds of Kickstarters. No, I know. I backed, uh, I backed, I backed no, like, I think five Kickstarters right now, I, I so far. So, I backed my first one and oh, I abused. Oh, hold on. I, folks at home, I had not heard about this yet. So, so actually, this I, is new to this, me which too. depresses me because I've abused my privilege as the. Uh, Person in charge of the well, one of the people in charge of the We Hate Bards Facebooks, and I shared the business out of it and promoted it. Um, the Spellmonger 
series that I told you about. That's the one where... Yeah, you you were obsessed about that. Yes, it's still one of my favorite systems. So the Uh, gods are real, and they're formed from the the collective, you know, desires and thoughts Uh of... People, uh, yeah. people. Uh-huh. So, and and the whole concept of magic, you know, basically everyone there is at max a level two or three wizard, but uh-huh. then they get you know magic crystals that turn them into level twenty wizards. Yeah. Um. And suddenly, you know, it's high magic versus low magic, yeah. right? So, with fantastic medieval history, but it's also super far in the future. Anyway, so he is making a fifth edition and Pathfinder supplement. Ooh. Okay. Um, so I have backed that Kickstarter, Ooh, okay. and it is funded. Oh, okay. um, so I'm super excited for that. If you haven't read the series, he has 10 books right now. He plans on writing 30 of them, I think. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, and just, there was no point where I was dissatisfied with any of the 10 books I've read okay. so far. And they're big. So like it was it was a lot to get through for me, uh, having two kids and a full-time job uh-huh. and a wife. So, and and RPGs. Mm-hmm. So, but I did, and I loved it. And I, I'm actually about to, now that I know that this Kickstarter is launched and everything, I will probably... Uh, Jump back into rereading the series, which oh, is God. not something I usually can do, but this one I, I think I'll really enjoy. Okay, so, so it's funded, it's happening? Yes, it is oh, funded, it's happening. Cool. Uh, I think we hit one of the stretch goals. You know, it cool. was not no 7th C level of success, unfortunately, but yeah. look how that turned out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, yeah, and, and that's the thing, like, these low, uh, like, budget Kickstarters that's just like, hey, the product's pretty much finished, we just need a couple thousand dollars, and then, it, and then we're going to release it. Yeah, so please help me just, you know... I, I can imagine they're in the same situation I am with all RPG stuff. I just have to justify this to my wife mm-hmm. to justify spending yeah. the next couple so months. I, <laughs> so I backed a number of Kickstarters. I backed the Punk Town, which finally released after yep. five years, which it was, a, was a good product, good thing. It could use a little bit of polish, but like it went through five or six different agencies and stuff, so it's... Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, but uh, but great, I would recommend it. you can actually get it now on um, uh, Lulu, I think. So nice. so you good. you actually get a physical copy of that Which stuff. We have one been... one physical copy. Well, and we have been secretly recording a podcast game yes. of this. Oh yeah, um, and it's, oh, it it's is, getting good, folks. I will say one of the best. I would say second only to RuneQuest um, games I've ever played. Oh. Um, it's good. It, 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 it's up. fun. And well, one of the best podcasts we've had. We have an amazing crew of that one, um, uh-huh. and th- yeah. that'll be good. Yeah. So I, I like that. I bet the cult, new cult Kickstarter, which that yep. gangbusters that made like a bajillion dollars. And I'll tell you what, I I, I got I got the the book and all the stuff I ordered. The quality of that production is beyond like anything. It's um, it's absolutely amazing. So like That's the good. books and stuff, yeah, it's really good. Uh, and in fact, uh, the the uh, the the story about the where you're like kids and like you're it's like uh, in Japan he plays like kids that also animals. I can't remember. Uh, what, like Animorphs the RPG? No, 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 no. It's like you're playing as like a um uh like a like a uh, uh like a, what's the what's the what's the what's the anime where everything's like whimsical? What's his name? Miyazaki. I'm trying to think of it. He made like Howl's Moving Castle and all that stuff. Yeah, I know what yeah, you're talking about. Yeah, it's like you're playing one of those, and like you're you're playing like animal spirits, and like it's it's kind of a game for kids. It's it's like you it's more based on cooperation and stuff. Oh, okay. I backed it years ago because I was like, this would be fun to play with kids, and so I got that. And then I backed two Kickstarters recently. You're gonna like this, and so I'm releasing this to the world. Mind you, Ben will never listen to this. I don't think so, but. You know, but I'm gonna get the crew. So one of them is, um, it's called Gray Cells, which is a mystery themed RPG. Okay. And it's interesting because it uses the mechanic of, um, 
like there's no like I roll dice for social mechanic to get you to say things. It's like no, you have to talk to it and like interrogate people to get information. And how you get information is you gain leverage over them. So you have to find ways to gain leverage over people, and then you can use that to kind of make them talk and make them say things. So I was really intrigued by that. So I back that. Um, that huh. th- that got funded, and then because I'm because I'm the psychopath and super bizarre and i'm really into these like really weird oh, rpgs what do you think it is man come on guess well so i already saw the book for the one that we're not allowed to talk about just in case ben does listen to this podcast yes uh, yes but i didn't care i bought that so yes uh i have no idea it's called lift the rpg what do you think that is man is this a weightlifting rpg yes <laughs> what? it's a weightlifting exercise rpg <laughs> where you actually like have to like like exercise like you're yeah. we all gonna get super buff and in shape finally yeah which chris has been hitting in the gym and i keep making fun of him because his shirts are getting a little tight yeah but like yeah it's it's it's, it's and the gm's called the muscle master and it's got various like things like you the, the the core rules like you play as muscle marines and then it's got other ones for like science fiction or like blade runner or oh like God, or you can so play much. as deadlifts and dragons so we have to like hang out and dragons so yeah. you have to like hang on and do push-ups together or is yeah. this like something well, well, no play? like you, like to defeat like the, the 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 goblin you have to do like five push-ups this is amazing and you have yeah it's i, I was I, I i just got like the um the uh basically the the preview of it and it was everything i thought it could be and more i was just like i this is amazing like it's like it's uh in Deadless and Dragons, you get, like, you basically, like, when you level up, you get your, like, special power, where you can do, like, basically, a, a, like, a, like, a bench press of, like, so much, and then, like, you know, you're special, you can kill all the enemies. Oh it's, gosh. like, so amazing. I was like, oh, my goodness. Uh, I cannot, I... So what I'm going to do is, n- none of the people that I'm going to get involved are ever going to listen to this podcast, so I'm going to physically get you all in the room, and we're going to play this, and we're... <laughs> it's gonna I'm the only one who gets a heads up. So yeah. I, you know, I'm not in... I have a disability, so I can't run. Uh, so well, other than I. that, my legs are jacked. Yeah. So other than that, I'm I, I'm pretty good. So I can do quite a few push-ups. Uh, uh-huh. I usually surprise yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. So, but like it, it's 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 just it, I'm surprised at how well it's put together. Yeah. So it it is funded. That one's funded as well. You can still go and back it and probably get a copy. So, but it's called Lift the RPG. So Lift the RPG. That's Lift amazing. The RPG. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. So. Anything else? Uh, Pathfinder 2.0 still still coming kicking. out. I have zero interest in that. Yeah, I mean, I'm um, still... I'll at still... this point, you know, 5th edition is so great, which I don't ever play, because I only play, as everyone knows, weird systems. 5th uh-huh. um, edition does everything for everyone now. I mean, it, there's so much... There are so many third-party rules for free out there. Yeah, I mean... You know what we really need to do is upgrade Space Marines to 5th edition? Yeah. Hey, Chris, homework. Homework. Upgrade Space Marines. Upgrade Space Marines. I'll, uh, once you do that, I'll fix some of the custom classes I made, because I found my CQC specials the other day. Oh, you did? Yeah, with the three-inch barrel shotguns <laughs> that only activate when you punch someone. Oh, yeah, the punch yes. guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, those were made specifically for Mr. Curtis. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, yes, we need to upgrade that, and then we'll launch that as a 5th edition supplement. Oh, cool. Because I, there's a few groups out of the box right now that I'm fairly confident will... Eat that up. Eat that up. Eat that up. Uh, okay. And then we need to run that. Um, other than that, we did just decide today that we're going to do a, uh, We Hate Bards Goes All Out, uh, gaming day sometime this summer, so... Yeah. If you'd like to be involved with that, please let us know, um... We're really hoping to get a good 10 to 12 people mm-hmm. who want to just mad run games for a full day. Yeah. Maybe six or seven hours, we'll see how it goes. Yeah. And if we can find a venue to do it, so... Mm-hmm. And, you know, okay. just... 
just just to sh- you know kind of give back to the community and show what we're capable of because yeah. it's been a while since we flexed our yeah, GM might. Uh, yeah. GM muscles uh, need, need, you know we need to blow the dust off the uh, skill set so yeah. cool um, alright so the next segment are we good to jump in the next segment yeah we're good, we're good. I'll keep good. it yeah, keep okay we're gonna do an elevator pitch for a system okay so I'm gonna start with a system that I created not that long ago okay um, based on my love-hate relationship with um, RuneQuest, Call of Cthulhu, basic roleplay system, right? Mm-hmm. So what I did was, it is a system, it's available for Patreon, so if you back our Patreon, you can find it on there, there's some of the documents, download it, check it out, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a one-page document. Uh, also, backstory, several years ago when we first started, when we used to think that blogging was super cool and going to get us super, super cool. fans, yeah, super fans. Um, Chris and I ran a competition where you had to make a one-page RPG, and I made tanks... Uh-huh. The RPG, and he made uh, no a one, system that he's run dozens of times. No one gets out of here no alive. No one gets out of your alive. So if you've been to a convention and played one great kiss games, you probably played it. So I made a BRPG uh, light mm-hmm. system. So what it is is you choose X number of skills at a times five modifier. So very same skill set as BRP, Call of Cthulhu, um, mm-hmm. you know, most other DDs. Uh, strength, Dex, Con, Intelligence, Wisdom, Charisma, right? And those are your base stats. And then you pick a multiplier and apply a certain number of skills. So you have a times five multiplier, um, and you get, like, two skills. And then you get three skills in a times four, four mm-hmm. skills in a times three, times two, times one. Um, and then you just roll under that modifier so that you don't have to kind of spend the entire time numbers and, you know. Mm-hmm. just So just you just write down basically the times five, times four, times three, times two, times one modifier. Mm-hmm. Um, no bonuses, nothing. Just yeah. just that. Super easy to roll. D100 system. And then there is, for opposed roll, defeating um, HP. I'd actually have to look up the system because I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, there is HP and willpower. Uh-huh. Those are your two stats. Um, so willpower could be easily converted into fear. To you know, fear versus any, anything else, yeah. And HP could be endurance, things like that. And so you, you, you do damage each other. Um I think weapons and attacks all do D4s. Uh-huh. And again, same thing. Your success is based on how well you roll. So if you roll in the times one modifier, you do one die plus the remaining modifier. So if I have a times five multiplier in something in my uh-huh. skill set and knife, uh-huh. and I stab you and I roll under times one, so uh-huh. if my stat is 20, uh-huh. and I roll anything under 100, I'm going to hit you. Yeah. But if I roll under 20, I'm going to do the extra remainders as times damage. So I'm going to do one die four times four damage. Okay. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So that allows those higher skills to actually make a difference in how you apply them. Uh, Social skills are the same. So social Mm -hmm. combat would play exactly where, Mm -hmm. you know, hey, I'm, you know, we're in a a debate team and I'm going to counter your argument. Yeah. Um, That's something I got into from success, which had a great social combat skill. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to charm the princess. Okay. Roll your charm skill. Yeah. And you do damage against her willpower. Um, You know, I want to intimidate someone. Okay. So Mm -hmm. I roll my intimidate check. Mm-hmm. Adjust for multipliers, roll oh. for damage against their willpower. So that was a simple uh, system, very simple. Like I said, one page. Uh, we haven't got to test it yet, so I would love feedback. So if you read it, uh-huh. uh, like I said, just back to Patreon. It's on there, and uh, or if you really want a copy, just ask. If you're yeah, we'll send to you. It's yeah. fine. Um, simple cash donation or something. Yeah. I don't know. We'll figure it out. 
Um, and yeah, super fun. And I, I'm hoping to use that at conventions again, just because it's so simple to yeah to to get. And and those are really good work convention games to kind of yeah oh, things yeah. like that. Yeah. So I, when I need half a page of paper to write down my character sheet, I'm done. Golden. Yep. And and I, it even does say. This is a little bit long for elevators pitch, unfortunately. But. Well, it's, it's it's more like you know we're going up like four floors, four yeah, floors. Yeah, we're not gonna. Yeah, so the I, elevator's uh, <laughs> old. It's, it's, the elevator's so, old. We're going up forty floors. All right, keep right. going. So, um, I don't remember what I was gonna say. That's your one pay system, and you like it. And I love it. Yeah, yeah. I'm okay. I'm actually pretty proud of it. I I really mm-hmm. it came together a lot smoother than I thought it would. Mm-hmm. Um, I highly recommend. If you haven't tried to do some, an exercise like that, it is a good exercise to put yourself in the mind. So, mm-hmm. um, I would say along that topic. So one of the I, actually, we'll save this for the main talk because I think I know what I want to talk about during the main talk, okay. and it, it's been a very popular theme for you and I for the past couple. Okay. Of years, so, okay. Um, do you have an elevator pitch for us, Chris? Uh, yeah. So like, I got a couple different systems. So, but what I've been playing like a lot of right now is a system called uh, Lamentations of the Flame Princess, which uh, oh, hold on a second, I gotta check out. I gotta check out. No, no, no. So I mean, it's based. It's I mean, basically, it is it is three point five open game license. So if you played any three point five, I mean, it's a very easy conversion. But it's what they call like um weird role playing. So it has a very distinct style. Um, Matt, have you ever played in any of... Uh, i played a couple of your games. No, 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 not the Lamentations game, but uh, I'm talking about... Um, oh, what's the, what's the other old school game they play all the time? Uh, what's it called? I'm forgetting the name of it right now. I'm blanking on it. It's driving me crazy. Uh, it's uh, um, th- uh, made by the guys by Goodman Games, uh, who did the old school... Um, <sighs> Old school Dungeon Crawl. Yeah. Dungeon Crawl Classic. Yes, that's it. DCC. Oh, I, I, DCC. I don't know why. I was picturing the books and like all the people yeah. and stuff. I there was another it. system that we but, saw at Grand... When we went to... Mm-hmm. Not Grand Con. Yukon? Um, Indianapolis. Yeah, Gen Con. Gen Con. We went to Gen Con. Remember, they were trying to sell the books and I almost yeah. bought it. Was that DCC? Might have been DCC. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so DCC is... um, It's like a, it's the OSR movement, like the old school renaissance. So it's like very throwback to like first, second edition AD&D. But like where that system plays off of like the gonzo nature of things. Be like, you're a bunch of barbarians. You find a crashed spaceship and you fight giant like tyrannosaurs. And it's very weird and very yeah. like... Like Lamentation of Flame Princess is like the opposite. Like grimdark to a fault. Like totally relentless and like unrepentant and it's like grimness about just about everything what it is is it's very like if i described to you and you didn't know who i was talking about gary gygax style gaming yes so not the actual stuff because some uh-huh. of the stuff is is, is not nearly as bad as people say it is but uh-huh. um if i if i took that level of, of the imagined lethality again so i'm describing you gary gygax as this as this total kill your parties in every room type guy. That's Lamentations of Frame Princess. Yes, and like and, and the mod, the modules will really sell it because the, the the system is very like, you know, second edition style. You yeah. know, you're fighting, you don't have a lot of hit points, uh, you know, magic people do magic stuff, you know thieves are the only people that can really do other things. Uh but the modules are so grim and like have such a sense of uh like like not almost nihilistic uh in intent of them. Uh so like what if, so in every module that I've written read so far about them like there is a point near the end where there is either something that happens or something the players can find that will cause like unspeakable amount of like damage to the world around them so like it's uh, one of them is you know you're at this underground crypt and if you find this book 
you know, basically, like, the more of these pages of this book you find, the worse things get in the universe. Yeah. And then you find all the pages of the books, the universe unravels and everybody dies. And that's the end of everything. And, like, all the modules have, like, these things where there's, like, it's, it's like, nope, that's the end. And it's just, like, it's, like, that, huh. that utter commitment to, like, saying, like, like, you know that have these things that go like that. I mean, you got to give credit for that. I mean, nobody wants to put that something like in their campaign. No, because most people like, like I can't believe you do that. Like, yeah, but like, they're so just like, nope, that's the way it is. And I'm just like, and I'm like, I, I respect that. Yeah. And so I've been, I've been playing that for a little bit and it's been, it's been fun and about to run some funner modules for that. But, but it's just a very good, easy system too to run. And it's not like you have a million skills and you do all this stuff. It's like, you know, you got some stats. You no, have... I remember playing a cleric and I had one spell. One spell, yep. First level, one spell. Your your magic use, you've got one spell. And, you know, that's it, you know, and times are tough in second yeah. edition. <laughs> it was good, it was good. Mm-hmm. So if you haven't taken a look at it, like it's also it's also It's developing quite the cult following, because I bumped into people all the time where like Oh, you you guys play Lamentation? Yeah, it's it's also yeah. like it, it's like the artwork and stuff. It's very NC seventeen. It's not for the kiddos. It's yeah, very grim. Like the, the supplements are very adult in nature. Like highly highly sexualized, highly violent. In like, you know, I mean, I mean, well, so the character classes in that. This is what I love is it, they actually approached character classes the way everyone won't admit it, but the way they actually approach playing any RPG. Mm-hmm. Why are you a fighter? I'm a fighter because I like to kill people. I like, I like to, to kill get coin for it. I like to get coin for it. And I can't function in a normal society because Correct. I murder people too much. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, why Why are you a wizard? You know, why are you traveling? Because I like power. Because I like power. And I want more power. And I'm going to explore these ruins to find more power. Why am I here? Why am I a cleric? I'm a cleric because I was actually chosen and basically I am compelled against my will to enact my deity's, you know, cause. The cause, yeah. And so, and it's it, it actually, you know, again, well, it's, it's, it actually just gives you the reasoning for why you're going to play the way you're going to play anyways. Yeah. Because every D&D campaign I've ever, I've ever sat through, and it's, I promise you it's been hundreds, uh-huh. with hundreds of different people, <clears throat> excuse me, has been... You know, you basically you all turn into mohos. We, we, you know, yeah. we beat up all these bandits yeah, it, and then mercilessly and kill murder them. them. Yeah, and, and then steal their loot. And it's it's like that. It's like it's like all right, you know, you are those people, and the only person who's kind of chosen this lifestyle is the specialist, who's like the thief in the road. Because why does he want to do this? He likes money. Because he likes money, or he thinks it's fun, or he likes adventure. You know, yeah. he's like, you know, he's not compelled to do it out of some other thing, which makes him the most normal person out of the entire which character is, class. Which is how most campaigns end up being. Like, yeah. it's like, I'm, you know, I'm this lawful good paladin who ends up basically slaughtering all of the orcs I see. Yeah. Because orcs are evil, right? Yeah. You know, or, you know, but, and then, you know, you end up having the rogue who's like, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. Let's not, <laughs> let's not murder let's, everybody. Let's, let's, let's think about this. Yeah. Yeah. So... If you if you have it, you can actually get uh, to drive through RPGpress.com. You can get the the main book, everything in it except the artwork for free, and take a look at. Oh, it. Really? So, yeah, the system's free, so you can get the system and like you know, and you can play. And then it. you it's like just Chris and buy like eighteen different copies of the exact same module. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying yeah. you have a problem. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Okay, so, yeah, it's very good. Um. All right, so let's move on past limitations. So, main topic. So, one of the big things that's happened to Chris and I in the past couple years, we pretty much exclusively don't play Dungeons and Dragons anymore. No, um, I, 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 I very rarely play D anD D except for your Sunday uh, group, uh, Sunday group, and other people who are that's that's what they like to play and that's normal for them, and they won't 
branch out yeah. anything else. Which basically is we're asked to come attend a session or we're uh-huh. filling in for someone. There's been a couple times like that. So basically that's the exception to the rule, not the rule. So um, one of the things that Chris and I, and we've talked about this a couple times, so if you hang out with us, you're probably going to get bored during this or maybe you'll probably like it. I don't know. So we love universal systems mm-hmm. and point by systems, something yes. we can easily adapt to whatever the heck we're going to do. Yes. So one of our favorites and our good friends is from Thunderhead is Netherstorm System. Mm-hmm. Um, I still love, even though I never run it or play it, is Success. Um, so one of the big things that I love about those two systems, and I've decided that this is the only way I will ever appreciate this aspect of gaming again, is they have a very good universal magic system. Mm-hmm. Um, so it one of the biggest struggles is is you know the concept of MP and costs and things like that. So those two systems in particularly, and, and we'll talk about Netherstorm because I'm running another Storm campaign online that involves magic. Um, you know, it, it's they leave out the nitty gritty rock paper scissors details. You know, mm-hmm. immunity to this, resistance to this. Um, you can implement it, and we we have a little bit in our campaign um, as far as the elements. But it's like okay. What kind of spell do I want to design? You know, do I want to harm people, help people, um, boost people, mm-hmm. alter the world around me, right? Or summon something. So, and you, you kind of pick that style, and then you pick the scaling level. So, Netherstorm is a very is a, a, a BRP inspired percentile roll system. So, the way that magic works is it. You, you build the cost, the MP cost for the spell. Yeah. So if I want it to do one damage or one die damage for every two levels, skill levels I have in it, um, it's going to cost more than if I want to do one for every ten levels I have. Yeah. And there's no good rules in it, which I love for changing those spells. Mm-hmm. So in theory, I could say I have an attack spell, I'm a magic user, and I'm going to focus it Today I'm going to do one per 10 spell that only costs me one MP per casting. Mm-hmm. Or I could say, you know what, hey, I'm if you knew the rules well, if you really could change it on the fly too, I really need to blast this mega you know, troll boss thing that we're fighting. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to put basically all my MP to overstack this spell so I can do mega damage. And that to me is the only way I ever want to play Magic again. Mm-hmm. And because especially as a GM... And a, 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 a higher level magic using player, that to me is what I would need. My least favorite system is Dungeons and Dragons, mm-hmm. fourth edition, where you don't even really learn a spell it, book, you just get a spell like ability. And... No, it will be, it will basically, fourth edition is everybody is a magic user. Everybody has these certain powers yeah. they can use, and like they, they refresh and stuff, which is, you know, I much prefer, like, you're a wizard, you have these many spells for this day. Well, and that's and the nice thing about Netherstorm too is I would say to counter that is that you can use anyone can use magic. Technology. Yes, it's yeah. a skill you can develop or learn, and yeah, um, and you could you could you could be just you know, and I've done that. Like you, like I give characters almost all of them when I make them for conventions a little bit of magic. You either have some type of healing magic on themselves or some type of like magic to help them out in something, but they know like a little bit, and then you have the other people who can Correct. put a lot of points in that who are. Casters. And if you wanted more of a, in, in these systems as well, and this is all up to GM, so like for me when I run in this room, I'll pretty much let you guys invent whatever magic you want as long as you spend the time researching it, right? Yeah. You could say you can only learn certain spells. So if you wanted, you know, hey, I want this spell, you know, you show me something you built, I'd say, okay, you have to find someone to teach you that. 
Mm-hmm. So go find someone who's a specialist in attacking mm-hmm. and fire, yeah. and he can maybe teach you a fireball or teach you how to construct a fireball yeah. spell. Mm-hmm. And now you know that spell. So you can limit it or grow it to whatever scale you want. Mm-hmm. And that's the important thing is scalability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the alternative thing, too, is is I was going to run this as a sci-fi campaign. And... Uh, <laughs> What if you wanted to play like a technophile? Like I can control computers or I could summon, you know, it's the same concept. It doesn't matter because the system's universal. Yeah. So I could say, you know, my super mutant powers uh-huh. use the same MP as a magic spell mm-hmm. and they use the same rule set. It's just instead of calling it a, you know, yeah. a fireball spell, I call it, you know, a breath weapon. Yeah. So, yeah, I, uh, you know, that is a big deal to me that that's available in the system. So that's what I look for in the system there. Yeah, I, that, those types of magic is... It, it, it makes magic fun in a way that a lot of other systems like don't. It's just like, you get magic attack spell, or you get magic spell that does like this uh, specific thing. Yeah. Like, I mean... No, you know, and I guess there's nothing stopping you from D&D from making it flavor, but it feels... Yeah, just counterintuitive to here's what's here and uh huh. Well, magic users in like traditional D and D, it's like yeah, you have spells that are damaging, but like they were super risky to cast in combat, and so you usually didn't want to do it because somebody would shoot that guy who's going like this with the rose yeah. and the arrow. So you were basically like, uh, you know, you were the party like while the the thief did all the the trappy stuff and stuff, but you were the problem solver. Like you, if something you came up and like you came to like a like you know a chasm. You could create something you could walk across, or you could do the spell to do this, and you had this toolbox of all this stuff that you could do that, like, nobody else could do, and, like... Yeah. Or, and, like but, I, see, and I always felt like they really failed at that. The druid was the alternative, like, because druids tended to take, like, stone shape and things like yeah. that to have those mm-hmm. abilities. The wizard and sorcerer, especially sorcerer... Well, in 3 and 3-5, three, they become, like, damage monsters, basically. Correct, yeah, and, and, and you do a really good job of that. I, you know, 5th edition, I haven't played too many magic users, but... Uh, it's kind of like, it, you get, again, you play more like a video game in the new systems to me, um, where you have a select set of that you're constantly going to min-maxing and that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. It, it, it works. That's the thing. It works better than anything. So, um, yeah. So that, that's, I think, was kind of like the big topic I want to talk about tonight is what we're doing, what we're looking for, what we're into. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a system that's like that, let us know. Tell us about it. Yeah, we're, I'm, I'm, we're always interested in new systems and hearing about new things. And that's the thing. Like, there is a million different systems out there who are kind of doing the same thing. And, like, it's like, all right, you this system. But it's, you know, it's basically Dungeons & Dragons with, like, a little bit of something different, which is exactly the same. So, but, like, we're looking for things that are innovative that do certain things mechanically in a world that allow us to do what we want to do. Correct. So, like, the magic system. We want to create interesting spells that do interesting things but you need a mechanics to be able to do that. Correct. Mm-hmm. It's, you really have to have the mechanics to back it up. I, I, you know, I love, you know, or so innovative, you know, obviously we have to talk about Dream Chaser because that was yeah, just such a, a, a different approach to gaming and... Um, Very highly narrative focused. Yes. And, but still fun to play and still, it really, it really teaches better role-playing, I think, mm-hmm. more than anything. Well, it, 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 it's basically, it's more on the lines of, like, uh, like improv than an actor. Yeah, and, like, like fiasco. And yeah, which is, like, you know, it's like, say it and it happens. It's like fiasco with, with dice more. Maybe. Yeah, you know, yeah. So basically to say, like, a yes, no, does this happen? So that, we've talked about that a hundred times, so we won't talk about it too much, but yeah, like Dream Chaser... I would call it Fiasco Dice. Yeah, go, 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 go check out Dream Chaser. Go check out Dream Chaser. Do it. It's worth uh-huh. it. Um, so, yeah. So, I think, you know, 
that's a big thing. So if you have a system out there, and, or if you know of one, especially if it needs backing or sponsorship, please let us know. But we, you know, that's what we're looking for. We want those innovative systems. Mm-hmm. We want to encourage that. Um, no more beating the dead horse. You know, mm-hmm. Wizards of the Coast is going to do a better job of that than you ever will. Yeah. So, like, so, so stop trying to so, clone the old stuff. Uh, yeah. If I wanted to play AD and D. I have all the AD&D books. Yeah, we have all the we have all the stuff. We have we have we have all the stuff. No, that's how I feel. I I do miss second edition all the that's, time. That's a fun one. <laughs> all right. My rogue that had uh, Lajutsu. <laughs> attack from my chi thing. That was a good time. Monku's campaign. So yeah. Oh yeah. That's uh um, so the next segment uh, mm-hmm. is where we're gonna do quirky fun stuff. So. Will be this is more going to be Chris and I picking on each other or doing uh-huh. things to entertain ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, this is going to be completely random every week. I'm yeah, every, we'll come up with we'll stuff. So, um, today I have to ask Chris a tough question and I'm oh. not letting him get away with a half ass answer. All right, what's this tough question? So, Chris, I have a question for you. What's this question? I've been thinking really deep about you playing in campaigns, okay. In ten years, I don't think I've ever seen you play a hero. Why is that? That, that is untrue. That is untrue. I I, I would have... say you tried to in Dom's campaign. No, no, no. I played a hero. I had like pages of backstory, and he was this tragic hero trying to do the right thing. And you guys went off the rail, and then I was basically like, and I and see that's what happened. What game was this? That was Dom's campaign. Oh yeah, I yeah. Played the dwarf. that was the one time you no. were a human. You were a human fighter. A human fighter. I, yeah, I was a human fighter, and like I had this whole backstory. But the thing is, like, I just whenever I try and well, that's that's the thing. I have to get a campaign in where things are super serious and super like intense, and I like that. But it has to be the right environment because I I I can play that, and I can play these really tragic figures, these really tragic things. But like. You know, it just never tends to work out. Like I, I played uh, in the in the uh, in my Sunday group. I played a dwarf, and like I had this whole backstory, and like I had pages of notes about like his family history and stuff, and like all this stuff. And then he got eaten by a bunch of baboons. Oh, and then you played your artificer. No, 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 no. This is after the artificer. Oh, it's after then, the artificer. This, then, then I played. They played Grognak the barbarian. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I was like, nope. I'm playing a barbarian with 18 constitution, 18 strength, like six intelligence. That's so it. the reason that you don't play heroes, tragic backstory heroes, is because they die, and then you get sad, and then you have to play a crackdown character. You know who you sound like right now? Who? Ben. How dare you? I'm leaving. I'm leaving. This podcast is over. Because <laughs> no. that, that, is, that is a big thing. But no. You know, it's funny because it, it, the reason I say this and I think about this is because I, up until really RuneQuest, have been the opposite. I have always had Played. to be the big damn hero. Like, that is my thing. That's my shtick. Yeah. Like, I'm always the hero. Always saving everyone I can. Mm-hmm. You know, Freddy Snow the Paladin of Freedom. Oh my goodness, yes. Um, even my assassins were like the lawful good uh, assassin like uh-huh. rogue character just you know that's my big thing is I always have to play the big damn hero mm-hmm. and and then you know Akeet with Punk Town is, is not that uh, <laughs> no no he's not he's not a hero I wouldn't say he's a bad guy he's you just... sold like a friend for money so he get a crab arm <laughs> Well, that was more because the the the, the random roll, yeah. but yeah, absolutely, it's took advantage of the situation. But um, but uh, yeah, like I ten thousand money. I, I 
I like yeah. So and also I, also not. also Quint's kind of a become a big damn hero though. Oh, he is. Yeah, he is. Well, he's actually a tiny. Well, now he's he a big damn. He's, hero. He is a big hero. He he was. He got big. He was size eight. Now, now he's, he's size, size twelve or thirteen. Wow, easy there, folks. I know. I no, no, but I went from a strength of ten to a strength of sixteen. All right. Ooh, we've been working out. I was eight years old to like thirteen year olds as in game time. So, oh yeah, he's, he's, his arms get a little tight. Kind of like. Well, he. Had, I had to give up my armor. Uh huh. I don't. You know, the shark boy armor's gone. I gave it to the kid we adopted who broke into our house and then. Oh we, yeah. Well, do you know who we are? Uh, the new R gang. Yeah, the new R. Oh my goodness! But yeah, so I tried. I like, and then, and also I think the thing is what is driving that is also I run so much. Yeah. That I always have to play it straight. Like I can't play the crazy, insane person because I'm running this world and like filled it, with crazy, insane. Well, people, filled Chris. with crazy, insane people. But like the really, but like the really in like insane, crazy people were like with the focus. They're not right, like yeah. they're not like I'm gonna burn down the house. Ha ha ha! It's it's more like it's like no no no. We have to do this thing to do this to like kill everybody. Like it's they're, they're yeah. very like like lawful evil like bad guys. And so like I'm running all these campaigns with wheels within wheels of all this stuff going on, and and so and so like and, and so when I'm playing a game, like I want to have fun and I want to not necessarily go I, I don't say go crack nugget because all of my like shenanigans always either a are going towards something and yeah. work out or B will and that's the thing about crack nugget crack nugget will pour gas around the entire building and burn it down. While myself, I'll pour gas over myself and burn myself down. That's true. You're very big on self. Like, you don't usually take the rest of the party with no, you. No, and that's the thing. I won't take the rest of the party with me, and I won't make the other the rest of the party deal with the consequences of my actions. Like, I will completely eat those... Yeah. And that's and that's the also thing about me. Like I'm not afraid to eat the consequences of like getting my characters killed for stupid things or having awful things happen to them. Like... You know, I'm just you just gotta kind of just gotta kind of roll. Which with and it. that makes you one of the most fun players in any campaign. It's it's I will tell you, jamming for you is a lot of work. More is it? it is more work than anyone else. Why? Why is that? Just because you nat. So we have a lot of players who fight for the center uh-huh. screen. It just naturally goes to you, and everyone else is enjoying you being center screen so much that they let okay. it happen uh-huh. and they encourage it. It's yeah. almost like. Ben with some of his prime characters as well. Yeah. Like, Dave re-encouraged oh, yeah. you just, Ben's just, behavior just, like all the time. Just funneled that stuff. And and, and it was great. And it, it leads to great party dynamics. So it, it's actually kind of funny how that works out. Um, you are a lot... You, yeah, you're twice as much work as any of the other guys. And I give the other guys stuff all the time, and it doesn't matter. You, uh-huh. Yeah. But also, The like, game I'm running for you guys right now is is not bad. Um, like, so... I, yeah, like, I either, I either play, like, really... You're playing your... So, I'm running a game, which we're, we're intermittently live-streaming. Uh-huh. Um, and this is just a practice using Roll20, basically. Mm-hmm. So, eventually, we're going to... I'm going to fire everyone from this group and start the campaign over with people who are willing to use a camera... Uh, which that is that is going to be a requirement uh, to ro- use roll yeah. roll twenty game with me, uh, which is the only way I'll be running games anymore, uh, just because of life constraints, um, and because somebody needs to champion it for our group. Will your requirements will be you have to have a camera mm-hmm. and you have to be willing to live stream, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and we have a good group for that except for one person refuses to, um, and I don't know why. Uh, other than self confidence issues, but wait, I think if if I show up with a camera in this house, I'll do it. But do it. Other than that, um, mm-hmm. 
it's going really well. So I'm running a game where everyone has to... Play, their, play themselves. You're playing themselves, um, uh-huh. torn into an alternate dimension. Um, kind of what you guys have figured out so far, I think, mm-hmm. is that you all died. And this is... Yeah. It's basically purgatory, uh, mm-hmm. as far as I believe somebody mentioned last time. Mm-hmm. So, um, and you keep meeting more people from Grand Rapids. It's yeah, it's a fun time. Um, so that, that, that's actually going more fun than I thought it would be. And I only planned on running it one or two sessions and we're on like four or five. Mm-hmm. So. And I think the reason why I don't always like play the hero and play the heroes because I'm always playing groups where there's always somebody who's always like the straight man. Like there's always somebody in my group who's always like, I'm this... Like, I'm this way, and, like, and this is, the, like, they're, they're very, like, they're very focused on, like, their character to never do anything strange or bizarre or have any, yeah. like, have any, like, really, or have any, like, really bad vices that, like, come out and, like, control their lives in awful ways that are, you know, that is just the way, that's just the way it is. Like, when I'm in games, that's, like, what what happens. And sometimes I, I have to rein that back a little bit. I always have vices in my games, too. Quinn's my favorite because Quinn has a lot of vices and a lot of just personality quirks that I love. Uh-huh. His, you know, and it, it's funny because now that he's an adult, it's less charming and cute. I, yeah. I, and so he has to kind of adapt to that. Yeah. I'm I, 13 and I'm I like, 40. I, I like, I, I'm really starting to like the blessing. I, I was expecting him to last one session and die, but he's totally. And that's kind of what we expect too, but he's kind of working out. And it's, yeah. it's actually, I think it's helped a lot with but it, Eric too for the gaming dynamics. Yeah. Because he, I mean, he's such an utter failure. At everything, like being a shaman, he's like it's his like fourth time going to be a shaman. So he's like super old for being a shaman, like apprentice, like getting his own shamanship. He's not very good at it. He's not very good at shamaning things. You know, he's really good at beating people up in spirit combat, but that's it. That's the only reason why he's like good and like you know being the spiritual leader and being the spiritual leader versus Quinn, who's who's climbed to the top of the ranks of the Orlanthe. I'm I'm basically ready to or within a couple percentages. Of taking the, um, the, like the leadership. Of this, that. Yeah, the storm. I, I'm I'm about to become a storm lord. So, Jeez. um, uh-huh. and, you know, yeah, mm-hmm. you have to tithe like seventy five percent of your material gains, but mm-hmm. they constantly deck you out in magical arms and armor all the time. <sighs> you get the best of the best, which I kind of am moot pointing because I have junk equipment and I don't mm-hmm. make. I do have a ton of money, but I have junk equipment, so I moot it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, there's your land. Yeah. And also, I tend to be a little bit unstable, so there you go. <laughs> All the time, yeah. Ugh. So that was my tough question. Um, some of the things that we're going to do is we're going to do an interview with our favorite characters. Oh, that would be good. And it'll be... Um, it'll be good. Um, and we'll, we'll try to be in character as we're doing the interviews as much as humanly possible. <sighs> is it going to um, be good? I don't, I don't have too many fun characters to interview. Uh, well, there's a couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll do some good ones. We'll do some good ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what did you do? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's be good. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I. Uh... And so the and so yeah, so that'll be the, so that'll be kind of this is our first podcast. So this will be kind of the rundown of how like it's the the shows are gonna go, you know, and then you know after the after the fun stuff, you know, we'll see if we got anything else, and then we'll you know cap it basically. So. I'm thinking that right now we'll we'll kind of say our goodbyes. You got anything else going? No, on? I'm good. So thanks again. Thanks for joining us. Um, yeah, I'm really excited to do this. This is something we should have been doing for years. Just one to force us to hang out and do this more. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it'll be good. I, I'm really excited. Uh, hopefully, you guys enjoy it. We're gonna do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. actually, if you ha- the, we're gluttons for punishment too, so if you hate oh. it, tell us oh, all tell about us, it. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, flame us. Fl- oh flame yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It only feels like rage. <laughs> All right, folks. So this is Chris again. And I'm Matt. 
and we'll see you at episode. Oh, we gotta work on our act oh. outro too for oh, this. Yeah, it's uh, an outro. So, it was RPG stuff. RPGs are awesome. Hey, RPGs are awesome. Have fun. We'll see Have you later. Have fun. We'll see you later, folks. <laughs> Put a fork in it. It's done.